This podcast allows others to tell their spiritual stories and journeys and gives them the safe space to do so. Some things said within may not always align with the views of our podcast. Here at Coven of Rejects, we believe in allowing anyone to tell their story regardless of our own personal beliefs. While we do encourage you to follow our guests on social media to better understand their journey, we do ask that you use your own intuition to discern what energy may or may not align with you. What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Diana Ratliff. As always, sit back, clutch your crystals, and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. I want to thank 777 Sounds for making that kick-ass introduction song. You can find them on Instagram at 777sounds. Announcements, you guys. So I've been getting feedback from new practicers about um, what kinds of things would be helpful for you guys. And a huge one is that books are difficult for you guys to afford. So I'm going to be starting a new series on my TikTok. We are going to be reading out of a book every night. And then that way you guys can ask questions directly that I can answer. The first book that we are going to be reading is actually mentioned in this episode. It is Basic Witches, How to Summon Success, Banish Drama, and Raise Hell with Your Coven. So you are going to be wanting to follow my TikTok I'm going to be releasing the first part of us doing this tonight. Um, So you can find me on TikTok at Gemini underscore goddess 420. That is also my username on Instagram. So you're going to want to follow me there for giveaway details and all kinds of stuff. tell you guys every week I love seeing the pictures and videos of you guys in your merch I do want to say for some reason the website is showing that hoodies are on back order and they are not so please feel free to get the hoodies if you guys are interested I think the support your local coven hoodie with the naked witches dancing around a fire was the most popular hoodie that was getting bought It is not on back order, so please feel free to get that. And then I mentioned the giveaway a second ago. I want to remind you guys, the way to get an entry into the giveaway is to duet my morning coffee videos on my TikTok with a piece of merch in your video. It can be the mug, it can be you wearing the sweater, it can be you wrapped up in one of my blankets, whatever piece of merch you want to use. And you can do a video every single morning with the same piece of merch, you get an entry per time that you duet the video and then at the end of the month I pull a random name and so that's how we're doing the giveaway I don't know if it's going to forever be that way but that is how it is right now this week we have Lilithon and she's going to be talking about her upbringing in Christian and Catholicism religion and then Um, how she started practicing with the deities that she practices with. I really loved talking with Lilith because she has this like every woman can succeed and be a bad bitch energy. And I find that energy to be very comforting and inviting. So this was definitely just like an amazing conversation to be able to have. I feel like I made a new friend and you guys are going to want to make sure that you follow her. So as always, her information is going to be linked in the description below. Please go ahead and go there. 
follow her, head on over to the Coven of Rejects website, get your merch, start duetting, get yourself into giveaways. Um, Oh, and then the giveaway prize, you guys, is going to be monthly witchy items. So maybe I'm going to send you guys a book because that seems to be really wanted. Maybe it's altar items. Maybe it's crystals. Maybe it's herbs. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. So without further ado, please sit back. Here is the life and story of Lilith. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for talking with me and sharing your story. Absolutely. I'm actually so excited. The second you messaged me, I knew immediately Yes, I had to do it. I had to. I love that. Yeah, I actually, I think I found you on TikTok first. And then I went over to Insta and, oh, what did you have? You had something like alpha boss bitch with like, an, <laughs> like, what does it say? It's like alpha boss bitch something. It's alpha female energy with a positive message. That was it. And I just like saw videos of you like empowering other women and you were hot and you were like supporting every woman being just like embracing this like dark feminine badass bitch energy. And I uh-huh. am all about it. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, I honestly have my like specific message I want to get out but I'm super inclusive like I always tell people my pages are a safe spot for anybody I don't care who you are but just be prepared to learn things about yourself through my content yeah I think that it's okay to um be at one point being like yeah I'm gonna be totally accepting of like what you are and also I expect that exact same energy in return it's the same way I am on my pages too Yeah, absolutely. I think it's super important, honestly, because there's so many pages that you see that are not inclusive for everybody and they're very clicky and it's very sad to see. And I think that's part of why I joined TikTok because I wanted to be one of those few pages that was like, okay, I don't care who you are. You're you're welcome. You're accepted because that's what our community really should be. And it's not. I agree with that in like the spiritual community. And I also agree with that in the female community in general. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so tired of the like judging the pretty girl and assuming that she's a bitch and putting other people, other women down for being successful because you're jealous in your spirit that you haven't gotten there yet instead of like taking tips and tricks. Yeah, exactly. And like, I think you you pretty much saw on my TikTok, I'm very anti gatekeeping. And like, if I have the information, I will give it to you. I don't care whether it benefits me to hold on to that information or not. But I think it's just important to give people information and let them have those resources. And to not be that person that has to feel so self-important and give out misinformation. I agree with that. I also think that as much as 
like, cause I, I talk about gatekeeping too. And something that I've encountered recently is people who are so, they're so excited that we're willing to share information that they really try to replace doing a research of any kind with asking questions. Mm-hmm. And do you find that people like get upset if you don't return their messages immediately about things that they're going through and needing advice? Oh, all the time. All the time. I get now, I would say at least 30 to 40 private messages from people asking me for help and advice. And I just tell people all the time, just follow my videos because chances are I will cover whatever it is that you're asking. Um, And I tell people all the time, like, if you have a specific question, you can send it to me and I will get to it, but I want to make a video about it. So that way I'm not answering the same questions over and over and over. And that way it's there forever and other people can access it. Yes. I love that. And I think that it needs to be more popular to be like, like you just said, like I make videos about it and I educate everybody on it. So give mm-hmm. me time. I might not get to you about your specific situation with your grandpa who passed away that you keep seeing in the shower at 3 a.m. But like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to generalize this. No, I love it. Um, oh, yeah. So do you have a certain category that you categorize yourself as as far as spirituality goes? So I find that the one, if I were to put a label on myself, which I find very hard, but the only one that seems to fit me is I'm very, very much a chaotic witch. I love chaos magic because it's just, it's so misunderstood and there's not a lot of information on it. So going into it and learning about it and learning about the different you know, levels and the different types and just all these stereotypes that are attached to all these labels. I find that being a chaos witch, it breaks all of them. It is so hard to fit a chaos witch into one specific category because they cover everything. So I find that that fits me the most. Do you find that being um, going at it, identifying as like being chaotic gives people less opportunity to judge what you do, too, because you're like, I know it doesn't make sense and fit in a box. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of people that ask me all the time. Um, one of my most popular, I think, questions that I get is, well, why why would you want to be a chaos witch? Why do you like chaos? And why? Why do you fit into all this like dark feminine stuff and everyone seems to see it as a bad thing right now, but I think because the dark feminine energy villain era thing is super big right now, I know that people are kind of coming around and seeing, okay, it's not that bad. Um, There's a lot more to it. I think that dark female energy vibe is hot. Like Mm -hmm. I am always, I've, And I feel like you're this way too. I feel like we have the same spirit in this, but I have always been attracted to the bitch that's better than me Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, like I, I'm looking at you this way because there's something that you're doing, something about your vibe that makes me feel like I'm not doing enough and I need to get on your level. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
I'm oh. never the type that gets jealous or looks at somebody like, oh, I wish I could have that. I wish I was this person. No, I try to befriend those people and I take tips on what they're doing so that I can better myself and I can get to that level that I want to be at. And honestly, I wish everybody would do that because it would just make everything so much better. But I guess easier said than done. So much easier said than done. But I feel like I feel like the more of us people like because I'm the same way that you everything you just said, the more of us that are like speaking out about uh, stop hating on the girl next to you and like figure out how to how to elevate yourself to that same energy. I feel like it's going to challenge more women that we encounter to do the exact same thing. And eventually I hope that we get to this point where that is what the normal is. And now the mean girls are the ones who people are like, that's stink coochie energy. You can go somewhere else. (laughs) It really is. It really is. I don't like it. And I don't think any of my friends um, that are super pretty successful, um, just amazing individuals. None of them are those types of girls that look down on other females. They're very much on the same level as you and I are. And I find that a lot of girls that are very secure with themselves and know what they want and have that motivation to be better for themselves, they tend to have that same thought of, okay, well, I'm not jealous of this person. I just want to take myself to that next level. So it's like you can tell when somebody's just not secure with themselves, which is fine. You know, we all start somewhere, but I just wish more people would acknowledge that they're just not where they want to be and they need to work on that internally. Yes. And then that's where shadow work comes into play of like, why do I feel like I'm not good enough or like I'm inferior or, or why am I feeling like I'm jealous of, you know, that woman or, or, you know, that relationship or people who have, you know, possessions or whatever. Oh, absolutely. And it's funny because when I started really working with my personal deities, they really cracked down on my internal self. Um, so I'm just barely getting to the point where they're helping me with other parts of my life. Uh, cause there was a lot of stuff that needed to be worked on. I had a lot of, um, past traumas and just things that I needed to work on internally. And one of those things was just being secure with myself and they really broke it down. And when you don't do your shadow work, they will tell you, they will, <laughs> they will make it known. No, this is your homework. This is what you need to do. 100% and like um I feel like I ha- I went through all that shit too before I was like oh wait like I I'm not uncomfortable with myself inside anymore and trying to hide things and now like I'm not scared to like be you know sexy and intelligent and loud in front of other people without giving a fuck yeah yeah it's hard to get to that point it really is Cause you're just constantly thinking, well, what if I offend this person? Or what if this person looks at me strange? And it's like, who cares? Who cares? They're going to look at you strange either way, no matter what you do, if it's not exactly what they want or what 
lines up with their life. They're going to look at you weird. So you might as well do the thing that you want to do. And not to mention that those people who look at other people weird are the people who are so insecure inside their spirit that they're actually just focused on themselves being uncomfortable more than they care about you sticking out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I actually so I went to school for psychology um, and just because I I love picking apart the human brain and mixing that with spirituality it just unlocks a whole other side of the world and just people in general and just uh, uh, like everything. It just gives you so much insight. And the one thing I learned is as humans, we look at other people as mirrors. They are a reflection of us. So the people that we hang out with, the people that we surround ourselves with, And the energy that we put out, that's what we're going to receive. It's just a mirror. It's a reflection back at you. So it's like, if you don't like something, or if you find something uncomfortable, like with somebody else, chances are you're attracting that for a reason. And like a lot of people don't realize that. So it's like, it's very good to be aware of the people that are around you and the things that are around you. And it's like, don't judge the people that are on the outside because chances are at one point you're going to want to be with them. Those are the people you want to be with, not the people you're currently with. Because for all you know, your friends right now, that little group, you think they're cool now, but they could be extremely toxic. And when you go to be friends with that person that you're making fun of and sizing up, they're not going to want anything to do with you. So... I think it's very important to just be aware of that. I agree with you 100%. So tell me about you. Did you grow up like practicing spirituality the way that you do now? Like were you like a baby chaos witch or what did you have going on? So it's actually funny because my family is very, I guess I could say chaotic. I get everything about me just chaotic. And I think I was just born to be in this little area um but (laughs) my entire life was just based around different views and opinions so my family um they come from a very heavy christian background and catholic so my italian side of my family heavy catholic obviously because if you're italian chances are catholic um the rest of my family very very strict christian like bible thumping christians that if you don't do exactly what they think you should be doing all of a sudden you're just you're going to hell automatically doesn't matter um so i was raised in a very strange environment because i had that and then i had my mom who did not believe necessarily in that she believed there was a god but she thought you know what i think there's more there's something speaking to me. And so she kind of started this whole thing. And she was the one person in my family that was like, there's got to be more. So she actually is the one that brought Lilith into my life. My, my main deity, my, my girl that's been with me forever. Um, She named me after Lilith because Lilith told her to give me that name and it's funny because my mom had no idea what was telling her this she was like 
I don't know where this name came from. I have no idea why, but just everything inside of me, there was just this voice in my head saying, this is what you need to name your child. This is what your daughter needs to be called. And my family obviously hated it because knowing the backstory of like the Jewish version of Lilith, it's so negative. What's the Jewish version of Lilith? So the Jewish version is she was the first woman. So she was technically the very, very first woman before Eve. And she ended up getting banished because she said, absolutely not. I will not be under Adam. And Adam being the creep that he was said, nope, I need to be on top of you. And point blank, that's how it goes. And she was like, absolutely not. So she fled the garden and when she did that she left Adam to himself and obviously the whole point of them being there was you know they were meant to be together God created them because they were supposed to be together it was a whole thing and God was like well I guess I gotta create somebody else so that's when he took Adam's rib and made Eve and in the process of doing that sent um, I can't remember which person it was he sent another god after Lilith to retrieve her and she ended up having children with the god of death and she was trying to plot against god essentially and Adam and trying to go off and do her own thing super boss bitch stuff like literally breaking what everyone was telling her to do going off on her own saying I will absolutely not be under this man I will do whatever I want and this is not what I want at all and unfortunately with doing that God at least in this version um, said nope that's not going to happen you cannot have children so he destroyed all of her children Mm. and basically sent her to hell and said you are you're not welcome like you are forever going to burn in flames and just made her out to be this absolutely evil evil thing when in actuality she She just wanted free will yeah she just wanted to be independent she just wanted to do her own thing she did not want to be under adam she realized that's not what i want this there's got to be more and of course just like nowadays if you have that forward thinking you think outside the box a little bit too much they're like nope i gotta pull you back in and you get punished for it just like Lilith. Yeah, it's modern day uh, witch hunting. I was just talking about that the other day of like the the people who seek us out and, and throw Bible scripture at us and who only have the King James version of any Bible stories or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever and and cherry pick and try to belittle you. It's just modern day witchcraft or witch hunting. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's everywhere. And it's so, so unfortunate because if anything, I feel like by coming into my spirituality and accepting it, and I guess you could say coming out of the broom closet, um, it really opened my eyes to everything. And I feel like it genuinely made me a better person and it gave me a better outlook on life and people. And I feel like that's what they're trying to accomplish but they're just so harsh and pushy for no reason. And it's, it's so annoying and it's, 
it's just sad to see because it's like these people I know they have good intentions but the delivery is just awful I find that the people who do that and I and I don't think that they have bad intentions I think that they are raised and a lot of us have religious trauma and we'll understand this but I feel like they're raised as a fearful of if you don't do this then God doesn't like have your back and you're going to hell Oh, absolutely. And so they're like, let me save you. And we're like, fuck you, dude. I embrace (laughs) this shit. Like the furnaces are toasty. Exactly. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to hell, then it seems like everyone else who I think is cool is going to hell too. So I don't want to go to heaven. That's the case. Right. None of the cool people are going to be there. They're all going to be judgy and like not liking me apparently. Yeah, exactly. I won't be able to sit at the table. So no, thank you. (laughs) I totally make content that specifically is just like sarcastically embracing that. And everybody in our community completely understands what I'm doing when I'm like, oh, yeah, like Satan all the way pour his blood on me, you know, and then you've got this other side that's like, I can't believe you'd put this out there. You're gonna (laughs) rot, you know. Oh my god. Even <laughs> even when you don't put stuff out like that, it's like I came across this girl. When I tell you I've never been more infuriated in my life. Oh, it no. was so Oh my gosh, the things that this girl was saying. She was supposedly a previous astrologist and she super heavy into spirituality and all that. And my thought process is somewhere along the line, she met a boy or something happened and he was a Bible thumper. And because she wasn't secured with her spirituality, she transferred over to being an extreme Christian. And now she's putting out videos claiming that witchcraft is all just speaking to demons and i know exactly who you're talking about i had a i had a run-in with this person i did a reply video and she blocked me oh yeah no she has me blocked too it's i know exactly who you're talking about um she she ended up um commenting on my friend Steph's video and I did a video response to it. And she's like, I was just trying to save her soul because you know, whatever. And I'm like, that is absolutely nuts. Um, okay. So back to your story. So your, um, your mom named you Lilith, you, that is who your first deity was. You, um, embrace her. Tell me more. So growing up, I always knew that there was something there. And keep in mind, because I was in a very, very tight situation with my family, my mom never really explained anything to me. Um, she She would occasionally give me little, you know, bits and pieces, but I never had any kind of information. I was never given any tools. I was never given anything. So... I was just going off of my intuition and the thing inside of me just from a child telling me there's something there. Like I can tell somebody is like, I'm seeing these things everywhere and none of it's making sense. Like this is all very strange. And luckily I had an aunt who she, she's a medium. So she can see spirits super heavy into witchcraft. Like she, She's been in it, I think, her entire life. 
And she was the one that kind of opened my eyes to it a little bit and told me, you need to do your research. You need to read these books and you need to really just get as much information as you can and, you know, just try to build, I guess, a library of just all these books with all this information and retain as much as you can. But she also told me it's no rush. This is a life journey. This is not something you will ever get down. There's so much to cover and there's so much to learn. And so ever since I was little, I've just slowly tried to get through as much as I could. And so I started learning about Lilith because I just so happened one day to look up the definition of my name because, you know, when you're in school, everybody does that. They always look up meaning of your name. Where, what's the origin? And of course, and I was like, this is insane. But I felt like I could relate to it. And so I felt very connected to her almost immediately. And I would say this was when I was 10, when I finally, you know, started actually asking questions and trying to connect. Yeah. And I had such a strong connection with her because she came to me before I was even born that I didn't have to have anything to communicate with her. She would literally just come to me and she would put these messages in my head and show me exactly what I needed to do, what was going to happen, what I shouldn't do. Like she was very, very sweet and helpful in the beginning now she's a bit crazy. Now she's a little bit more like, all right, bitch, you need to do this. Like, right. She's not as nice now. But at the very beginning, she was very, very helpful for me growing up. Like she helped me through some of the hardest points of my life as a child, like things that I don't think most people would be able to deal with at such a young age. But because I had her helping me through it, it made growing up so much easier. And um, once I hit high school, I kind of had a moment of thinking, well, what if I'm crazy? You know, what if I'm schizophrenic? What if I'm this? What if I'm that? And that's when I started learning psychology, sociology, biology. I wanted to learn everything about humans, everything about the body, the mind, all of it, because I wanted to know what was going on. And by doing that, I learned a lot and I realized that there's a difference between signs and symptoms. And I tell people this all the time. You will see this comment on every single one of my videos. Um, if you see a sign, I always tell people it comes in threes, point blank. You will never see any less. Sometimes you'll see more if, you know, a deity really wants to reach out to you. I was seeing them everywhere. Like Lilith was really throwing signs at me in every single direction like what um, kind of signs can you give me examples yeah so she actually would show up in the form of sleep paralysis randomly it wasn't an ongoing thing and I realized I didn't have sleep paralysis because most people that struggle with sleep paralysis it is a daily occurrence or at least a weekly occurrence and for me it would be once a month on the exact same day, at the exact same time, I would see this girl and she would come to me and I'm like, oh my God. And at what first is sleep I thought, paralysis? So sleep paralysis is basically, it's where your brain is misfiring and 
it's almost like you're awake, but you're not awake. So you can see things in front of you. But because your brain is asleep, your body is awake. And it's like you can't move. And you're kind of stuck in your bed. And you're still seeing these things in front of you as if they're real. So it's hard to differentiate what's real and what isn't. And it almost feels like you're living this nightmare temporarily. Um, it's a very scary thing to go through. And luckily, because I didn't have actual sleep paralysis, and it was just my deity trying to speak to me, mine wasn't bad. Like it wasn't her trying to attack me or anything. It was literally just her trying to speak to me. But in most cases, it's like people are seeing these dark figures that are trying to attack them or get super close to their face and threaten them or just crazy stuff like that. So sleep paralysis is a very scary thing to have if you have it. Dude, I would flip my shit. (laughs) I would flip my shit if I was awake but asleep and something was near my face. I would... Mm -hmm. I would not. Um, However, it's interesting that you say that because I can think of two times in the last, I don't know, maybe even two months, maybe it was monthly that um, I heard somebody's name or not name. I heard somebody's voice right next to my head and was like awake, but I was in a deep sleep and I woke up and was super freaked out about it and didn't go back to sleep and told my husband about it. Mhm. Mhm. That happens to me almost every other night. Like it's it's just my personal I know for me it's my deity speaking to me and unfortunately all mine are nocturnal bitches so they like to be awake all night and they like to only when the moon's out and they're very particular about placement And if it's too light outside, they're pissed off. And it's just, it's a whole thing. So unfortunately, a lot of like darker deities, I guess you could say, like, for instance, Nyx, she'll come to you while you're asleep when it's like pitch black and you're like, what the fuck is happening? And it takes you a minute to process. So I always tell people if you're having like fits in your sleep like that, and if you're hearing voices, it might be somebody trying to reach you because they've tried to reach you in other ways and you just haven't seen the signs. So now they're going to the extremes of, all right, I'm going to be right in your ear, right in your face. I don't practice with any deities, but if that's how they're going to come and approach me, I don't think I like them. (laughs) (laughs) They're not, they're not fun sometimes. I honestly, um, there's moments where I'm like, I hate all of you. You guys are awful. And then there's times where I have to remind myself, well, they're doing this for a reason. So you might as well just listen to what they have to say. What kind of things do your deities um, help with? By the way, I'm fascinated by deities. And I love hearing these stories because everybody that I talk to just like has this different connection and explains things so differently. And I, I just love learning this. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy because you can have the same deity but have a different experience because it's very personal to you. So it's really cool. But um, yeah, my, what was the question you had just asked? I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. I asked, um... (laughs) I don't even 
remember. Oh, what kinds of what kinds of things does your deity help you with? Oh yeah. So I have three. I have Hecate and Nyx and Lilith. Um, Lilith is very much the trauma bond breaker. So she is the one that helped me through a lot of my toxic relationships, um, both with actual like love interests and like just friendships as well as family. So she pulls everything out, all the bad and puts it right in front of you and almost forces you to deal with it. So anything that you're pushing off when it comes to like dealing with something traumatic or something that could potentially turn into PTSD, she deals with that as well as helping you to become this super, super just boss bitch. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but she helps you become very confident and be accepting of who you are. So, like, if you're insecure about your sexuality, for instance, she deals with that. So, like, for instance, when I was in high school, I knew that I liked both men and women. I was like, I'm attracted to both. What I don't know what to do. And, of course, when you're in school, everyone tells you, oh, it's just a phase. Oh, it's just a phase. Oh, you just like girls for attention. And I'm like, do I? (laughs) And it was just... (laughs) I was questioning myself because I'm like, I don't even know what I like anymore. I don't know who I am. And she forced me to deal with that. And she forced me to put myself out there and acknowledge that that was that was very much. And so now I'm very, very confident with myself and my sexuality because of her. Um, now, when it comes to uh, Hecate, Hecate helps me with curses so like my family is absolutely cursed with nothing but drug addicts alcoholics people that are just stuck working in these nine to five rat race type jobs and they're miserable and they're just stuck in a loop and it's just ongoing because it's been passed down that that's how you live so I'm actually the first person in my family at least on my mom's side of the family, to be making a six-figure income, have my own job, buy my like have my own car and actually own it, and be financially stable. And part of that was because of Hecate, because that's one of the main things that she focuses on. Um, when it comes to Nyx, Nyx is very good at helping with like your personal growth. So just how you are as a person and how people perceive you. So at least that's for me. She has really helped me just to keep my calm and use the fire that Lilith gives you. Because keep in mind, Lilith is a vengeful, crazy bitch sometimes. (laughs) She just forces all this crazy onto you and she fits chaos so well but she just gives you all this energy and it's just like constant where Nyx balances that out so she takes that energy that super crazy vengeful anger and helps me to put it into outlets that are positive so 
it's weird how they all work together. They don't get oddly. Oh. Um, yeah. At least from what I've experienced when I try to work with all three of them or I try to communicate with them at the same time, they stay very far away from each other. But <laughs> somehow they work well together. It's weird. How interesting. So did you find that you had, so you had Lilith first. So as mm-hmm. you wanted to work with Hecate and Nyx, did you have to get permission from Lilith? No, actually she, there was a point when she kind of stepped back and I think it was because she felt that she had done her job and she kind of left me for a little bit. And that's when Hecate came in. And she made herself super present, just like Lilith had. Um, I had to actually reach out to Nyx myself, and I had to kind of do the work to communicate with her and kind of build the trust so that she would help me. Um, Because I felt like based off of the research that I had done, she was a really good deity for me to work with. So because she could help me, she did. And it's funny because deities, I always tell people, they're not there forever. Like, it's not guaranteed. It's almost like when you're a child and you have an imaginary friend and they're there because you have to deal with whatever, you're processing things differently, you need the help, you need that friend. But then when their job is done, all of a sudden you stop seeing them. They're gone. Deities are very much the same way. They help you, and then once their job is done, they move on. But there are times where deities will come back, or they'll stay with you. Lilith cannot leave me the fuck alone. For whatever reason, (laughs) she's just there forever. Um, But there was a point when she just kind of stepped back, and I I think she kind of just let the other two come in and do what they needed to do, because she didn't want to deal with it. She that was not her focus. Um, she could not give a shit less about being positive and accepting of men and just <laughs> having this bright outlook. She was like, No, fuck the men. We're gonna invite every single man over, we're gonna use them and abuse them, and we're gonna send them home. That's Lilith. Who Lilith? <laughs> She's crazy, absolutely crazy. But Hecate is the one that's like, no, no, we're not doing that. We don't need to do that. It's kind of like the cliche uh, devil and angel on your shoulder type situation. That's exactly how it is. But yeah, she kind of just didn't want to deal with those things. And so she let the other two come in and just kind of do what they needed to do. I love this. I love the Lilith energy. I feel like I am Lilith to my single friends. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, absolutely the fuck not, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, that would be funny. me if I was ever single again, too. Like, if I'm not married to my husband, then. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it's funny because. I used to be called in high school, I was called karma because I would see these men and boys, obviously not men, boys, um, walking around with different girls when I knew they had a girlfriend or they were talking to somebody from a different school, whatever the situation was. I would tell the girl, look, 
I know what's going on. I yes. It. So I would talk to this boy. I was cute in high school. I'm You're, gonna, I'm, yeah, still cute. I'll so. say I was so cute and I was weird. So it was different. And for some reason, being the hot goth was like a big thing to all the athletes and like the people that are the complete opposite of that because they're fascinated by it. Oh, yeah. They always like the weird girls. Oh, always. Always. So I would talk to these boys and I would send screenshots or whatever to the girls and keep them in the loop almost. And I would do whatever I could to break that boy down as much as I could and make him feel the pain that he caused to the girl that he was hurting. And that was my entire thing throughout high school. It was insane. (laughs) You're like a relationship vigilante. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it was it was a bit traumatic for my friends. <laughs> You're like, like, my whole high school experience was telling men that they ain't shit. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. It was, it was interesting because at one point, one of my actual boyfriends that I had in high school was like, am I even your type? Like, you're talking to all these people. And I'm like, no, don't worry about it. I got a list. I'm going through the list. And they're like, what the fuck is this list? Like, what do you mean? And yeah, I had like an actual list of boys that I wanted to deliver karma to because I felt like those girls deserve that. I I was not this person in high school. I was leaving to go smoke pot with my friends. Not much has changed. (laughs) I hung out with those people. Those were my best friends, the ones that were just stoners and were hanging out in the stairwell smoking during uh, passing periods. Yep. We used to have a graveyard right down the um, block from the school. So we used to ditch out and go down to the graveyard and go get high and then go back to school or not go back to school because we could just walk downtown and go get food. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. It was amazing. And I didn't learn very much. <laughs> I ended up getting my GED too. I didn't I wasn't at school enough to have like I, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. School's not for everybody, honestly, because it's like you're being told how to learn and you're expected to learn how someone else learns. And it's not the case. Like it's it's not a one size fits all thing. And I think schools are slowly starting to realize that. But it's like when we were in school, it was like, nope, if you don't do this exactly the way this teacher wants, it's an automatic fail. And it wasn't fair. So <laughs> I don't blame you. I really don't. I just caught on to things super quickly. And, and I'm kind of the same now where like, I like to learn about things in bits and pieces and like, I catch on to it quickly and I lose interest. So to sit in a classroom for, you know, an hour and a half and hear somebody talk about the same thing and not be able to fidget or do anything, I just simply can't do it. Mm-hmm. I get that. I, really I can't do. even just watch a movie. I have to like play a game on my phone and my husband's always like, you want to, I don't know, hang out, spend time, not on your phone. And I'm like, what the, I, my brain can't focus. <laughs> it's so funny because I do the same thing. I have this specific game on my phone. So it keeps my hands busy and it also keeps my brain busy in a sense, but I can still focus on the thing in front of me. Exactly. It, yeah. It's weird, but it's like, 
I am so used to having my brain going a million different directions that I almost have to do the same thing. Someone's told me once that a woman's brain is like a um, internet screen with a bunch of tabs open. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's like a library and you have to go and find the section with the letter and look in the, um, oh my gosh, what's The Dewey called? Decimal System. Yes, yes. That's exactly how it is. Dude, there's people listening to this that don't know what the Dewey Decimal System is. And does that make you feel old? That makes me feel so. I just aged myself. <laughs> I feel like I really did. That's insane. What's a library? <laughs> What's a book? Is it online? I What's don't know. a book? Oh, uh, my God. I don't need books. I'll just Google it. You know, it amazes me, actually, the amount of people that ask me for book suggestions can i just say that surprises me actually now that you say that i get to ask the same thing yeah people ask all the time what book can i read because i think everybody knows that at the end of the day books usually contain the best knowledge i've actually got two books that i really love so i have the good witch's guide it's a modern day Wikipedia of magical ingredients and spells. And that's by Sean Robbins and Charity Bedell. Mm-hmm. And then I also love um, Basic Witches by um, Jaya. Basic Witches. Basic Witches. And it's How to Summon Success, Banish Drama, and Raise Hell with Your Coven. I love that. And I love it because like, it's, it's a pretty basic book. Um, I'm over here like flipping pages as we're talking. It's a pretty basic (laughs) book, but it tells you how to set boundaries. It tells you um, what kinds of witches' energies you want to have in a coven. It talks about like benefits of aromatherapy and um, like how to how to change your inner person to reflect outwardly. Like, how would I say that? Like. Um, how to outwardly express how you feel inside. I think there are so many women who are like, damn, I wish that I could express myself in that way. Or, um, oh, I resonate with her because like, that's, that's how my soul wants me to be. And that book is really great at helping people embrace that and showing them how. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. There's so many good books, but they're hidden under all of the trash ones on Amazon (laughs) and it kills me because I've had to buy so many damn books that it's insane like it's it's so confusing too unless you are experienced in all of this and you kind of know what's what I can see why so many people have so many questions because it's like there's so much misinformation and the few really good like holy grail books that I have I constantly push on to people because I'm like any question you have probably in the book just do you have the, the book. book names off the top of your head uh, I don't I know there's one that I read um the one of my favorite books I will say It's not an overall, like, witch's guide, but it's called Welcoming Lilith, and it's it's very much about Lilith, but it's more about how to be 
a like a boss bitch and how to welcome in that like dark feminine energy and really take your confidence to that next level and become that person I love to essentially it. embody Lilith and like her craziness her like tenacity just everything so I love that book I want to read and that there's another one too I think it's called liminal rights I can't remember there's another one I have them all on my tiktok but yeah one... I'll have everybody go and follow your tiktok afterwards too I always link um, all of your socials in the description. And then I tell everybody too, if they have any questions about anything that you say, if they like the way that you practice and want to know more to reach out to you directly so that they can get it all from you. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the best. Cause it's like, I have a whole list of books and I just, I don't have it in front of me, but I do talk about them all the time. And you'll see, I post the same comments on every single video because everybody has the same questions and the same comments. And it's just insane. Like, I think my number one comment that I get on my videos is, oh, I thought I was going through early menopause. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> there's symptoms and then there's signs. And this is how you find those signs. These are what signs can look like, blah, blah, blah. I pretty much have to break everything down every single time so now I'm just like read this book <laughs> just read the book well and and I think that that is perfectly acceptable when people are asking questions I think that it's for me I would rather point somebody in a direction and say oh this is a person who practices that or oh this is a book where you can find that information rather than giving the specific knowledge to it because everything is interpretive. And so a okay. way that you read and interpret something, it might be different than the way that they're going to read it and interpret it. Exactly. And you can apply different things in your life, different from someone else, Exactly. which is also why I tell people like when they comment on my videos telling me, which I don't get this often, I, surprisingly, I don't get a lot of people that hate on, my interpretation of like deity signs and like chaos magic but the few that i get they'll tell me oh well that's not what this deity does oh that's wrong because she does this for me and it's like well yeah it's you're not me it's very personal so i think it is important to give people the tools rather than just giving them your version because there's so many different outlets and so many different roads you can take just from one little piece of knowledge yeah I agree with you 100% well if somebody could get anything out of your episode what would you want to leave them with what I would want to leave people with is broaden your horizons and never take things for how they are never just accept this is fact this is how it is this is how it's always been. This is how it, it's always going to be. Always, always accept the fact that if you think you know everything, you know nothing. And be accepting of the fact that you may be wrong. And even if you're not wrong, there are other things that go into 
like all of this shit like if you (laughs) all of this shit (laughs) all of this shit if you're trying to get into spirituality if you're trying to get into any kind of religion not even just spirituality if you're trying to get into a religion you have to understand that it all stems from different places so just be accepting of all of those different branches it all comes from one tree but just be willing to climb those different branches and expand your mind love it all right well i'm gonna link your socials um down in the description so that everybody can follow you your episode is going to drop this weekend i'm going to drop it on sunday perfect i'm very excited you're um i'm I'm trying to get my guests dropped weekly now when i interview you guys i made the mistake when i first started the podcast of i literally was interviewing people every single night oh my gosh and um because i was just like i had just started right and so i was worried that people weren't going to want to talk to me Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, I'm going to stockpile all of these interviews so that like I have things to release at all times. And like, I'm not out there looking stupid. And then <laughs> it took off and I never got a no when I reached out to people to interview them. And yeah. so um, I'm just now at the point where like we're caught up. I, I don't have a bunch of backed interviews and here we go. There you go. I love it. That's, <laughs> that's probably a good idea, to be honest. <laughs> Well, yeah, like I was, I was trying to set myself up because I felt that I was, I thought that I would fail if I'm honest with you. I, um, I had been hearing for a long time that this is what I should be doing and that I should be expressing myself differently and, um, giving people a platform and I didn't understand. And I was just like, okay, well, I, I got to the point where I literally just felt miserable because I felt like there's something I'm supposed to be doing. And I just like, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I started this, the I'm not going to be successful thing went out the window. Like the second, um, the second I aired an episode right away and it got listens all of a sudden. And um, then I had all those interviews that I'd already scheduled. And anyways, here we are. I'm ranting. <laughs> no, you're fine. I know. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, you have a wonderful night. Thank you so much for your time, for your just like educating and for embracing other women. I fucking love that. I can't wait for people to hear this episode and hear that energy and follow you and get to just like see that every day on their newsfeed. I love it. Oh, thank you so much. I honestly could say likewise. I'm very, very happy that I met you. And thank you so much for even inviting me on here and getting to speak because I love it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll have to do it again. I'm sure that as we keep on following each other and, you know, keep on growing individually that we're going to have more messages to share together. And I'm stoked about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We'll have a wonderful night and I will talk to you later. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great night. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.